Happy Monday, everyone. This is Win the Day with me, your coach, Pastor Nat. And today we're going to talk about understanding the path to salvation. What does it take to experience salvation from God? I've heard people say it's by asking Jesus into your heart. Now, some people lead others through a prayer. Some people will just say, uh, believe in Jesus. I've heard some denominations say it takes partaking in the sacraments. Others suggest salvation can be finalized through baptism. The list of salvific nuances, they just go on. The biggest question that we need to wrestle with is this. Is salvation earned? Another question we should wrestle with is, is it partially earned? Uh, is there something more powerful at work? How do we experience salvation? Well, the Apostle Paul has the controversial answer for us today in Colossians chapter 2, verse 12. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Paul brought up baptism. Now, baptism is one of the most debated topics today amongst Christians. But before we get into this topic, uh, let's just go back one verse. In verse 11, Paul has just reminded the audience that physical circumcision doesn't save anyone. It was simply an outward expression of an inward reality. That's why in verse 11, Paul says, When you came to Christ... You were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. Look, we know it. We are all born sinful. It's our sin nature that separates us from God. That's why Jesus came to the earth. He was on a rescue mission. He came to pay our sin debt, and he reconciles us to God. That's what Colossians chapter 1 tells us. So here, Paul continues the idea of Christ's work for our salvation. That's why he brings up baptism. Paul says, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were baptized to a new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. That's what Paul said. What is Paul getting at? Well, Paul's point in verse 11 and 12 is that there is no physical act that we can do to save ourselves. Physical circumcision, it's useless. Water baptism is ineffective for salvation. Now, it's true, there are some that say that verse 12 is a case for water baptism. But I'm going to tell you, if you look at this context, it doesn't make sense. You see, Paul wasn't looking to replace one religious activity with another. Baptism is a picture of the believer's union with Christ. They have been buried with him in baptism. Water baptism is that outward expression of that inward reality. Now, 
In case you're wondering, when we get baptized, does it save us? No, it's just an act of obedience to Christ. Think about this. In the Great Commission, Jesus said to make disciples of all nations. And what else? Baptize them. You see, baptism doesn't save anyone, but baptism is the loving and obedient response to our Lord and Savior. Salvation comes through the mighty power of God through His Son, Jesus Christ. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that brings us into new life. So here's my challenge for you today. Pursue loving obedience. If you've never been baptized, contact a pastor or a brother or sister in Christ and go get baptized. Do it in a public fashion if possible. Let people know that you love Christ and you are following him. I'm amazed by how many people have never made this public declaration. So do so out of loving obedience. Now, if you have done that, how else do you need to show that loving obedience to Christ? Remember, we don't obey Christ for salvation, but for gratitude. Jesus is worth it all. He's worthy of all praise, service, and obedience. When we follow Christ with love as our motivation, we will show the world that the game of religion is done and Christ's saving power is real and effective.